Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast and I am your host Raider Greg. Welcome to our show number 78, the one year. Yes, we've been on the air one year anniversary for the Raider Nation podcast and uh, I'm going to talk a lot about that, probably too much, but let me go through the show right now. Pops off and does he ever? And I don't know if you're gonna like what he says. I'm sure you already know, but if you don't, I'm gonna fill you in on this one. And then um, I did a little thing on our one year anniversary, and that's what it was—a one year anniversary for the Raider Nation podcast. And the last but not least part of the show is not drafting line art. Good move, Raiders. So let's get into the show. I can't believe it's been a year, man. It's wild. I can't believe I started off with the the, the this is the uh, uh, Raider Nation uh, pop pop podcast. <laughs> I still do the same thing right here, but not quite as bad, I don't think. Do I, Randy? I don't know. Well, Greg, since you asked, you just gave me an idea. How about we just listen to a little sampling of your shows over the last year and the 2005 Raider season while we're at it? Happy anniversary, Potna. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Greg from Raider Nation iPod Cut Broadcast. Yes, this is our first show, the original, the only iPod Raider Nation broadcast. Coming to you from the Bay Area, beautiful California, right up a little bit north of the Oakland Coliseum, the home of the Oakland Raiders. I'm really happy to be out here tonight. I'm really happy to talk to y'all and really happy to share some news with you guys. Un-friggin-believable. Okay, Raider fans, welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. I could not even start talking until I got that out of my mouth. This broadcast is meant to fill in the Raider Nation on details that may not want to have to dig through mounds and mounds of work and paper and reading to find about the Raiders. If it sounds like I'm a little pissed off, I'm flipped out. Tonight's subjects will be, who is Raider Greg? I believe in Collins. I believe he could do it. I really do. Kerry Collins must go. He's got to go big time, Raider fans. Good evening, Raider Nation. This is Raider Greg broadcasting from... The Raider Nation Podcast. Anyways, I'd like to welcome you all here to my fifth show. Enjoying the beautifulness of the Raiders. Now let me just tell you Raider fans, because I'm pissed. And I told you guys before I wouldn't do a podcast when I'm pissed. Well, you know what? Tough shit. 
Welcome all ye Raider fans are. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. It's Sunday, June 12th, 2005. This will be show number eight. Don't forget to send your emails and messages or I'll make yous walk the plague. Hey, Greg is a firefighter. I was hurt back in September. Uh during a rescue. A long story short, just yesterday, they finally approved my surgery, almost 10 months after I was injured. That's why I started this broadcast, podcast. I have a lot of spare time on my hands, and I, you know, my passion is the Raiders, and here we are. Raider fans, the season's almost here. Are you excited? Are you excitable? Are you excitable? Are you excitable? I am Raider Greg, and this is the premier Raider Nation podcast. All Raider talk, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Dedicated to all Raider fans who need their football fix, day or night. Stay on top with what's happening with your Raiders and the NFL. We're uncensored. We are unapologetic. Join us now. Even if they think it possibly could be a penalty, they're going to throw the flag because, hey, it's the Oakland Raiders. They're the most penalized team in the league. Well, I think something should be done about that shit because I'm sick and tired of it just like you're sick and tired of it, and something should be done. But if there's any referees listening to the Raider Nation podcast, screw you. I want to dedicate, let me try that again. I'd like to dedicate this show to all of those brothers and sisters of mine there at the Berkeley Fire Department, BFD, sunny Berkeley, California. Another little shout-out to those at Station 5, most who do not like the Raiders, and I will say to them, that's about all for those at Station 5. Welcome to the Black Hole. Prepare to get your hair swole. Come on, Kerry. You, you dropped the ball. And what I mean by dropping the ball isn't that you fumbled the ball, even though you did, but you drop the ball as a professional. You're not a rookie. You have experience. Either get rid of the rock, throw it out of bounds, or cover it. When you see so much pressure, your pocket disappeared in seconds. You know, you're a veteran quarterback. There's no excuse for four fumbles. And I hope Turner crawled up your rectum and told you about it. Now, Jankowski. Jankowski. And Jankowski. It was our kicker, Jankowski. Not, excuse me, Janikowski. I've been corrected before. Jankowski, hey man, all you need is a bigger pair of pants. Nasami Aswa. That's what uh, the show is like. That's what the show is about. And yes, I'm still on medication, if you can tell. And if you can't, I'm still on medication. Good afternoon, Raider fans. And this is two hours pre-game time against the New England Patriots. This is the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig. And I'm freaked out. We need to rush Tom Brady. We need to pressure him and take the wind out of this guy's sails, the golden boy. Because as far as I'm concerned, the golden boy needs to be taken down a couple notches. Don't you think so? I'm sure you do, Raider fan. The autumn wind is a pirate. The Oakland Raiders are going to win this game. Now, they might not beat the Patriots by 40 points, but the Oakland Raiders are primed and ready 
to beat the Pats at home. We're going to start the season out with a W, kicking the asses of the New England Patriots right out of their own stadium. And what I saw Thursday night was a complete breakdown of the entire team. All that being said, and everything being equal, we are going to beat the Chiefs. Welcome to the Black Hole. You heard it here. Now, what I got to say to the Raider fans out there is let's greet those Chiefs in the parking lot in their bus with a million bare asses and a billion one-finger salutes. Because that's the way it's done in Raider Nation. That's the way it's going to be done on the Coliseum on the 18th of Sunday. Welcome, Kansas City Chiefs, to the black hole. Nothing has changed. We still hate your guts. And Dick Vermeil, take this. I just love it. As far as I'm concerned, we won this game. 24-23, at the very least. You know, because it's not okay for the referees to be making such blatant errors. We got a dumbass of the week. Yes, we do. I found another one. I don't know how I did. Bob George. Wasn't hard to find, Bob. So, Ira Miller, you are the asshole of the month. Congratulations. Because these bonehead sports writers don't know what they're writing about. Most of them are still wet behind the ears. Tell me something good. And it kind of flips me out every time I hear mainstream media going out there talking about the Raiders anything, have no clue of what they're talking about because we obviously see things that these boneheads don't. Of course, a lot of people disagree with me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. You know why? Because I can. Well, I do think Jay Glazer does merit some assholeness. Tell me something good. Okay, Ray Ratto, you are, yes, and I am proud to say this, the asshole of the month. And I wish I had a little trophy I could give you because you're a chump. Because I can't believe how you go so far out of your way to diss the Raider Nation. And forgetting the coveted prize of three times you've been asshole of the week. You've captured the official. <laughs> asshole of the Year Award. I call it like I sees it, and that is how I see it. I don't know who called the next plays, but whoever was calling the plays should have been punched in the nose, dragged down through his eyelids, and shoved into a bin somewhere. You can't handle the truth! I'm a raider! This team is going to be very dangerous in the not-too-distant future. Now, I know Kerry Collins is a weak link. <laughs> the post-game show for the Eagles versus the Raiders. Raiders 20, Eagles 23. We certainly could have won this game. I am still positive and up on this team. Norv, I don't know what to say. I think you should retire. That's my suggestion, and that's my opinion. I really don't think Norv's going to be around next season. Victorious the Raiders are. Oakland Raiders 19, Dallas Cowboys 13. It was a nail-biter all the way down to the last couple seconds of the game, absolutely. And I bet no one was in their seats most of the game. First of all, I want to go off with some great positives. First thing, Jankowski, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being the champion that I knew you could be. The Oakland Raiders victorious over the Buffalo Bills. 
in a commanding thrashing, which was beautiful to see. These reporters just kill me. They've never been our friends. Right now, I'm so pissed off at this guy, Tim Dalberg. Remember that name. Dalberg, you're an iceberg. You're a shitberg. That's all I got to say about you. I'm so pissed off at the way you wrote this article. We can beat the Titans. And you know what? We almost beat the Chiefs. We can beat the Chiefs. This team can do it. And this is the post-game show for the Tennessee Titans. We are victorious! The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Oakland Raiders. Well, we didn't pull this one out, Raider fans, even though I thought we had it in the last seconds of the last quarter. I hate the Denver Broncos. That's all I can tell you. This is the team I love to hate. And Shanahan, you rat-faced son of a gun. I can't stand you, you smug, cocky, Rocky Mountain man. There's nothing better than watching his face at the end of the game when we win and seeing the frustration and and just the, the hatred he has. It's a beautiful thing. Denver 31, Oakland Raiders 17. Turner is a blithering idiot. And I'm your host, Ritter Greg, with another post-game show. This for the Washington Redskins game who got skinned by the Raiders. Actually, it was a grinder. We had to grind this one out, and boy, let me tell you, it was not an easy victory. Welcome to the Miami Dollfish versus the Oakland Raiders pregame show. But I will also say this. It is a fact, because when the underdog comes in and the underdog's hungry, the underdog can chew your legs off and take you down. And that can happen to the Oakland Raiders if they're not prepared for this game. Miami Dollfish 33, Oakland Raiders 21. That's it. We lost. We can move on because as our good man Lamont Jordan said on the press conference, they ain't talking playoffs no more. 26 to 10 for the Jets. 10 points for the Raiders, and here we are. This is something that Turner is responsible for, and he sorely blew it. And to call him a great offensive mind is a tragedy. He is not an offensive mind. He is offensive, period. Okay, here's another story for tonight's podcast. The Raider players back Norv Turner. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> This is the post-game show for the Browns versus the Raiders. Ho, ho, ho. What did I feel like a ho after that game? <laughs> I got worked over so much. I'm sure every other Raider fan has been worked over. Um, it's pretty it's pretty pathetic. It's pretty sad this season, but what are you going to do? And if you haven't heard by now, we did lose 9-7. to seven. We had no passing game, no checkdowns. Uh, the second receiver was none to be seen. You know, uh, Moss was open. Porter was open. There were several receivers open while Collins was swallowed alive. <laughs> I want to thank all you fans for still tuning in at this late hour of the 2005 season. Okay, Raider Nation, you can't be down. you got to be up. What else are you going to do? You know what? i tell you what. We are all in misery together. 
So let's be in misery together. You know you're taking hits like I am. I know I am too. I get friends calling me all the time. And yes, the 05 season is finally over. George Atkinson, Awuso, Quashire, Nabuafe, uh, Lukurukuruker, <laughs> Ika Ijabila, Gabila Biama, Bialama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Robert, you're killing me. Okay, Raider fans, I'm about pumped out. I'm done. Finished. You can stick a fork in me. I'm ready to go to bed. Okay, here we go with this part of the show, which is an article, not an article, but uh, Porter Pops Off. If you remember last podcast, I talked about Art Shell and Jerry Porter going at it in the office. I really didn't fill in much detail about it. Well, I'm going to do that today. Jerry Porter has got an issue. Well, I think someone should hand him a box of tissues because this guy is uh, is popping off. Okay? He said in an interview, Jerry Porter said, that last year's team was much better than this year's team. He was bummed that they didn't get Mike Martz as a coach. He'd have... He, he he'd made the Raiders the best show on grass. I don't understand what that means, but I'm sure uh, the show on turf was the play on the words anyways. Um, of course, they could all be Ricky Williams. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, so he said that last year's team was better than this year's team. I don't see how he can say that because this year's team isn't even a team yet. And he also said that Archell's discipline is uh, BS. Okay. And uh, he also said that the tough guy deal is just BS. Okay, so there you go. Now, it didn't take long for the Raider Nation to break out with a new name for Jerry Porter, namely Jerry Powder. So Jerry Powder. <laughs> Boy, Jerry, you should have kept your mouth shut because now you did Jerry Powder. Okay, some some already have suggested that Jerry Porter give Jerry to give Randy Moss his number and shut his mouth. That's pretty funny. I think so, too. Jerry, if you want to be traded, just keep on doing it. You're starting to act like Terrell Owens, but you're sure not playing with him and you're not playing like him for crying out loud. You had a dismal season last year. <laughs> you had a dismal season despite signing an excellent contract to give you plenty of jack-o-rama. You got a lot of dough last season, and it seems like you just lay down like the dog. So Jerry Porter, or Powder, whatever you want to call him, uh, get some yards this year uh, and shut up. That's what I'm telling you. Get some yards and shut up. Do your job and uh, let your play speak for you instead of your mouth. And I say that here at the Red Nation Podcast, and I'm sure you have to agree with me because uh, this guy could be trouble from the very beginning. We have a young team. We don't need uh, this kind of crap in the locker room. 
And if Shell is anything like I'm starting to hear he's like, then what's going to happen here is we're going to end up uh, with a a different wide receiver, or maybe not at all. We got plenty of wide receivers, Jerry. You're not that important. We could probably trade you and use you for something else. You better watch what's happening there, buddy, because uh, that that actually is not a cool thing. Anyways, uh, let's get back into the story a little deeper. Reporter Steve Cochran, a lead reporter for the Oakland Raiders, um, he's the writer who reported the incident. He writes, Art Shell, yes. Uh, he threw wide receiver Jerry Porter out of his office after getting to know a, after a getting to know you meeting turned confrontational. Porter does not take criticism too well and despises being told what to do. Wah, wah, wah. Hand you some Kleenex right there. However, he soon learned that he won't be able to push around Shell uh, the way he did Callahan and Turner. Shell told Porter what he expects from him and how things are going to be about around Raiderland. And let me tell you, if he laid down the law, that is a good thing for this team. He told Porter that he is in charge. He told Jerry Porter or Powder his options are to conform or risk being traded. Right in your face, JP! There you go. I'm not talking about the soft step Norv Turner. Looks like Shell's getting some sack, and he's going to jack up Jerry Porter. And it looks as though Shell might have to hang around Jerry and poke him a couple more times this season. I hope so. I hope he stays on top of it. Thank you, Steve Cochran, uh, lead reporter for the Oakland Raiders, for that. So there you go, the Jerry Porter phenomena right in your face. There you go, Raider fans. You could take it for what it's worth and take it right to the bank, really. Okay, here we go. We're going to look at something else here, Raider Nation. Was it so good that the Oakland Raiders did not draft the obvious that everyone thought they would draft, which would be Matt Leinart? When he moved all the way down to the seventh slot, I was thinking and I was hoping that we would pick him because we've had such problems with the quarterback position. And even with Aaron Brooks in place, which I really, really like, I thought that Matt Leinart was a gimme at that point and where he was. But here's an article by Alexander O'Grady, and it talks about why it wasn't a great idea, or maybe not that, but it gives a reasoning behind why the Oakland Raiders did not take Matt Leinart. To paraphrase Mel Kuyper, it is obvious to me that some people just don't understand what the draft is all about. And no, I'm not talking about the Oakland Raiders. I'm talking about those who claim that they're being Id that they are the Oakland Raiders are being idiots for passing on Matt Leinart. There is no denying that Matt Leinart is a good quarterback and probably one of the most ready for the pros out of everyone in this draft class. And there's also no denying that Aaron Brooks is a mediocre quarterback who could just as easily bounce a pass off the head of one of the linemen or chuck it downfield and get a touchdown. Very inconsistent play. So far, so good. It comes down to Mr. 
to this guy who wrote an article about uh, Matt Leinart not being drafted. The draft is not always about drafting the best player available. It is about drafting the best player available for your system. They have a, a developmental quarterback already whom they are high on already, which is Walter. He's speaking of Andrew Walter. Their third round pick out of 2005. Walter, the former Arizona State quarterback, has one of the strongest arms in the country. Uh, from last year, you can see, actually, let me break here and say, if you look at Raider Nation podcast on our webpage, you can see the Walter videos. If you go to the video section, check them out. You're going to look at a quarterback, a young quarterback here. I have to interject here. That is just awesome. And Raider Nation, let me tell you, you need to understand that Walter is our future. And if you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. Walter is the man, and he needs to be the man. And we need to let him be the man. Because, uh, Andrew Walter, if you see this, these, these videos, you will clearly see how good this kid is. Okay, let me get back to the article. He also, incidentally, had a good grasp of the pro-style offense. If you not know different, you could just think I was talking about Leinert, not Walter. Walter may need another year to be ready, and that's where Brooks comes in. And if you want to say that a safety is not a game-breaking position, I urge you to look at Troy Palomalu, Ed Reed, and Sean Taylor. Hypothetically... Hypothetically, let us assume that certain Heisman Trophy winning quarterback came out a year before and actually did, which if he could have come out last year. You are the GM of a team that went 5-11. and Your starting quarterback is by all accounts not very good, and your backer quarterback is an unknown late-round draft choice. What do you do? You draft the quarterback, yes? Well, then you just drafted Chris Winkie for the New England Patriots in the 2001 draft and the late-round quarterback, and incidentally was Tom Brady. The late-round quarterback was Tom Brady. So they would have picked some unknown guys, what he's saying here. Okay, let me go on. I'm not suggesting that Winky is Leinert or that Walter is Brady. Winky was just a fourth-round pick, uh, so such a suggestion would be stupid. What I'm saying is that you know which quarterback can make it in the pros. Ryan Leaf, uh, McCowan... Achilles Smith, uh, all early picks who could not become good pro quarterbacks. And you do not know if Walter can be until you see him in the pro regular season NFL game, which you will see him in. He may very well not be, but he can be. And not letting him try uh, only wastes a third-round pick and ensures the Raiders will never find out, just like they did with Tuyasa Sopo. I think, too, he was messed up in a situation there where, incidentally, um, the Oakland Raiders didn't use him because he wasn't part of the new system, the long ball offense, and that's what happened to Tui. Walter is the perfect match for this, and if you look at his record, it is absolutely amazing. He beat all of John Elway's records when he was in college, all of them by a lot. He was one of the top quarterbacks in the history, setting almost every Arizona State record in a single season for passing and total offense. A member of the Tacoma News Tribune's Western 100 team, All-American, third team selection, 
all these accolades that he has. Okay, he completed 193 of 361 passes for 2,789 yards and 24 touchdowns. Um, and that year, uh, the next year, he also had 131 out of 261 passes for 2,116 yards and 21 touchdowns. He lettered three times in football, twice in basketball, and once in track as a freshman. He played varsity basketball uh, with a broken finger and scored 20 points. He's a gamer. Uh, let's see what here. Conference career touchdown record with 85, breaking, breaking the 22-year mark held by John Elway, who had 77 scoring passes at Stanford. So, what does that tell you? Shattered the Pac-10 Conference career touchdown record 85 and the last time it was shattered was John Elway 20 years before at 77. I am telling you that this kid is on fire. If you look at him and watch him throw the ball, he is the man. He can just flick his arm, man. That ball flies. Anyways, not to be going on and on and on about this, but I did, and I am, and so that's it. That's why we didn't draft Leinert, because basically we're going to go after uh, Walter, and we're going to make him the man, and we're going to use Brooks in the interim. Okay, Raider Nation podcast, one year anniversary coming right at ya. Happy anniversary, baby, got you on my my First, let me thank the Raider Nation from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and turning on and checking out the Raider Nation podcast for this entire year. All of you fans that have come on and off the Raider Nation podcast, I am so proud to say I am part of the Raider Nation. Thank you, Randy, Randy the Bald Raider. Randy has worked tirelessly to make this site what it is right now. This guy is a maniac when it comes to this website. He is awesome, and you can see it by the quality of his work and how smooth things work on this site. Thank you, Randy. Awesome. And you've been, you've set the show. You are the show. So thank you very much. So it's been one year since the R Raider Nation podcast hit cyberspace. And we're growing. Um, and we're growing leaps and pounds. I'm kind of amazed. We have about 180,000 hits on our website. I am very proud of that. I know the fans like to tune in. The site is awesome, and it's been awesome. Once again, thanks, Randy, for that. And I will tell you why I started Raider Nation Podcast. Just like Sean of the Raider Take, why he started Raider Take was I saw that the Raiders got no respect right here in Raider territory in uh, Oakland, California, in Berkeley, California, and Sonoma, California, everywhere in Northern California, where the Raider Nation, you know, that goes to the games right here is mainly, uh, weren't getting any media attention. I could not believe it. 
And when my brother-in-law helped me out with this site, I found my place to shout it out to the Raider Nation what is happening with our Oakland Raiders and peace on the local media because they are 49er lovers. And I'm not pulling any punches here because it flips me out. Um, even to this day, it's a 49er haven uh, and writers like Ray Ratto. Um, gosh, man, I don't know. Uh, Ray, you were the asshole of the year last year, and it looks like you're on a path to do the same. We'll wait for football season, though, because that's when you come out with most of your venom, and that's the way that goes. Anyhow, I'm off on a tangent. Let me tell you what's to come. What's to come is a new season. What's to come are video podcasts. What's to come are your tailgates right in the parking lot happening as you do it, tipping a beer, talking about the game, talking about the team, what's happening. Raider Nation Podcast will bring the tailgate to your door. And for people like my good friend Robert Moorhead and family, that is a Raider family for sure. Anyway... For people like him, I'm going to bring that tailgate to him, his son, and his daughter right to their computer so they can see it, feel it, and just be there with the Raider Nation at the Coliseum this year. That's one of the things we're going to get done and get going. We've had people like John Vela, Cliff Branch, Lester Hayes as interviewees here on the show. We plan to try to do as many of those as possible, and we will continue to serve the Redder Nation for their good, not ours. Once again, I don't make any money at this site. Um, I'm doing it for the Raider Nation just because I like it. And let us not forget some of the people along the way that I've met. I've already mentioned him, Sean from the Raider Take. What a fine gentleman and a brilliant commentator and blogger uh, at theraidertake.com. Got to check it out. He is awesome. He is the only and far best <laughs> haiku NFL artist there is. And it's strictly Raiders, all Raiders, all the time. He is a true Raider fan. Awesome. There are more NFL Raider podcasts than ever. Green Bay, Eagles, Vikings, and of course, Charger Ray, you know, drinking that OPB beer. And you know what I'm talking about, Niles, Niles Ackerman. I have enjoyed the bantering with other shows like the Chargers, Bolt Talk, uh, Charger Ray, and the Vikings. Very cool. And I look forward to the rest of the season with new podcasts and new people to rip and banter around. It's cool. Even our brother show, the Raider Cast, gets heat from the Raider Nation podcast. I pull no punches because I calls it like I sees it. And that's exactly how I sees it. The Raider cast, they are great fans. They are true Blue Raider fans, and they put it out there to get it done and get information out there. They have a great show, and I like to think we are different. We have a different approach to things, so both shows survive very well together. It's pretty cool. The whole Raider image and the whole image of the team and the whole Raider nation. The way we look at things are different as far as I can see. As far as I can see, the Raider cast is more of a politically correct thing, which is that's their bag and that's very cool. That's to me. And that's cool. Uh, where the teams makes decisions, we on the and and he they agree with the team's decisions, which is cool. 
We, on the other hand, as you know, are way more opinionated, which could be good or bad. I don't know. You know, I'm just a podcaster. I'm just Rated Greg. But I can sum it up like this. I just calls it like I sees it. And that's how I see it. Both shows and sites are great for any and all Raider fans. I really encourage you to check out the Raider cast. Please do. Um, I consider them our competition in a kidding way. They are Raider brothers. They are my brothers and sisters of the Raider Nation. And I hope their show excels and does exceedingly well. Well, from the start of this show and my first game um, from back surgery, because remember, I did have some significant surgery. And the, I lost the, I didn't come to the preseason, and I didn't make it to the first ho home game. I was so bummed. Can you feel me? I know you can feel me, because if you couldn't go, you know exactly what I mean. But every game I could go, I could walk a little longer and sit just a little bit longer as well without having too much pain. It was pretty brutal at the beginning of the season. This year has been the best year for this Raider fan because you, the Raider Nation, made it so. Your comments and your suggestions on the website have been inspirational and anticipated greatly daily as I watch the site and check it out sometimes three and four times a day for your comments and your wisdom. I cannot thank you enough for all the joy you've brought me, especially at times when I was bedridden and I couldn't even get out of bed to check out the podcast. Now, I thank God for him healing me, and that is in all seriousness. And I thank you, Raider Nation. And there's a special thanks to the Moorhead family for these well wishes that we're going to play for you that he sent to the Raider Nation podcast for our one-year show. Konnichiwa. This is Robert Moorhead of the Tokai Japan Outpost of the Raider Nation. And I'm all the way over here in Japan. I'm missing the tailgates. I'm missing the games. I'm missing my fellow fans in the Raider Nation. But thanks to the Raider Nation podcast, I don't feel I'm so far away from home. So happy one-year anniversary to Raider Greg and to Randy. Omedetou gozaimasu. Go Raiders. Hi, my name is Patrick. I'm nine years old. I live in Japan, and I listen to the Raider Nation podcast with my dad. Happy anniversary. Go Raiders. My name is Aya, and I'm seven years old, and I am in Japan, and I really miss how they paint my face, and I remembered how they used to go in those house buses and also play cards in there and do barbecues and there's a bunch of stuff in America I miss going to the Raider games. Happy anniversary. Let's go Raiders! Moorhead family, you rock! And you know what? You are truly Raider Nation! Thank you from my bottom of my heart, Raider Nation Podcast. And so that also concludes this show, show number 78, one year. There's not much happening out there in the Raider Nation. There's not what going on in the Raiders. They're just getting ready for the, uh, the game with John Madden. It's going to be in August, August 6th, I believe. 
and uh, it's against the Eagles, and we'll get to see a little bit of the Raiders then. It'll probably be more like a preseason game. I can't see anybody going out and blowing it up. Maybe the rookies for sure, because they're going to have to get their job. Don't forget to check out the Walter video, because it is awesome, and check it on our site on RaiderNationPodcast.com. And also, I'm encouraging you to go to the iTunes website and comment on our show uh, any way you like. I hope that it'd be positive comment. Either way, it's good. I'd like to hear those comments. Please get on there and give it to me, man. I need all the stars I can possibly get. Helps me open up to iTunes. It's good. Don't forget the Frapper Map and Robert Moorhead. Get those pictures of your kids in there and your family. Get you all together with the Raider Nation. Paint those faces up now and the rest of the Raider Nation as well. I know it is a very slow time for football because we have so much going on in baseball. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. So, this is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.